This is the Member Maker Podcast presented by Memberspace. Each episode, we'll be interviewing entrepreneurs focused on building an audience and growing their membership business. Our guest today is Andrea Wool, founder of Autoimmune Strong, an online fitness program designed for people living with autoimmune disease and other chronic illness. Hi, Andrea. Thanks for joining me. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. So we usually start this off by you giving me a quick summary of of what your business provides for folks that that aren't familiar. Yeah, so um, Autoimmune Strong is kind of a groundbreaking online exercise program because it's the first exercise program that is designed for people living with autoimmune disease and other types of chronic illness. Cool. So that sounds like a definitely something that's needed. I, I don't know if I've heard of many other businesses out there that, that are that specific, like that kind of a niche. It is very specific and it is for a reason because um, I suffered really, really uh, greatly when I was diagnosed with, I have actually four autoimmune disorders and uh, in the process of trying to figure out how to get healthy so that I can live my life and take care of my kids. Um, I really had to go through a lot of healing and exercise was a big part of it. And I looked far and wide and could not find any expert who could tell me how to design an exercise program that fit my body because I was an athlete my whole life and I was very accustomed to long distance running and I was a competitive skier. So I was all about the no pain, no gain, like throw myself into CrossFit kind of exercise. And it wasn't until I got sick that I realized that that kind of exercise was totally incorrect for my illnesses and my body. And I had to relearn everything. And once I did, I said to myself, well, like, it's terrible that I have all this knowledge and that nobody else (laughs) is talking about it. Um, Not even doctors, frankly, are even talking about it. And so I'm now partnering with doctors to be able to spread this message and teach people how to design exercise programs that actually work with where their bodies are at due to their illnesses and their healing. That's amazing. So what is your actual uh, professional background? So... Prior to getting sick, I was in a completely different environment. I was in corporate America. I worked for um, a company that was the jewelry division of Berkshire Hathaway. And so I was a director of sales and merchandising for a jewelry company. So my job was to sell and design jewelry and to fly all over the world and work with uh, you know, major big box stores to provide this jewelry. It wasn't until I got sick enough to have to quit that job that um, I made a real career switch. Okay. So after after you quit that job because of the illnesses you were suffering, what did you do next professionally? Well, I decided that I was going to take some time off, um, really just to focus on my health. It happened that I had two small children at the time at home as well. And I was working like 80 hour weeks. And so I was just dying to be home with them and get to know them and understand who they were. So I took a year and just focused on my health and my kids. And then um, once I really got my health back into some sort of 
manageable place. I started looking around and, and going back to the corporate world just didn't feel proper to me. It didn't feel like what I was trying to do. And in the meantime, you know, I was living in Providence, Rhode Island, which is a really small city. And I grew up there. So I know a lot of people there. And, you know, you go to the supermarket and you see people you've known forever. And they would stop me and say, you know, like, oh, my gosh, Andrea, you look great, which was really code for, wow, you look like you're not dying anymore. Because there was a period of time where I was an absolute sick mess. And so then they would say, oh, my gosh, what are you what did you do to fix yourself? And how can I get some of that? And so I actually started health coaching out of my <laughs> out of my basement. Um, I decided at, previous to this, I had gone back to school to become a nutritional therapy practitioner and a personal trainer. I had no intentions of helping other people. It was literally just to be able to gain the knowledge that I needed to be able to heal myself. But once people stopped, started say, sharing their personal stories and their, and their struggles, then I started to see that there was such a great need for this. So I started, you know, just coaching my friends out of my basement and soon they told their friends and they told their friends. And then I had a, but you know, three months in, I had a three month wait list of people who wanted to work with me. And I was charging like 200 bucks an hour. Um, I was not cheap. And, and, and so clearly people were willing, they needed this information. And, um, I felt like I wanted to have, you know, be able to share this information without them having to a pay that kind of money and b have to wait to get that information because I knew that when I was sick I wouldn't want to wait. So I decided to record some videos and throw them up online. In I guess what you call like an MVP, right? A minimal viable product. And just to see is this a thing and I knew nothing about website development. I went to Squarespace and, you know, this actually was on my vacation. I, my family and I, we went to Vermont and we were taking this like very quiet vacation. I'd put my kids to bed and my husband would go to bed and I would stay up at night and design this website. I'm not a tech person in any way, but actually Squarespace was pretty manageable and I was able to design like a basic website. A friend of mine helped me film some videos in my parents' living room and we just like threw this little thing together. It cost me like nothing. And I threw it up online and pretty quickly it started to gain some traction and I did not even know what to do. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's how it started. Well, so let's, let's kind of dive into the details there. So you're saying you created some initial videos, like you said, an MVP, minimum viable product. And then it started to gain some traction. So, I mean, you didn't literally launch, put the website up and then it just gained traction, right? Did you, did you have an email list or how did people find, even find out about it? That's a great question. I did not have an email list. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, I did. I had nothing. Um, I. It was really that my network, you know, I would tell people about it and they would tell their friends about it and they would tell their moms and their dads about it and then those people would tell th their friends 
um, you know, I, I apparently hit on a topic where people didn't even realize this is a problem. And I still see this now, you know, I mean, this is, this is truly the crux of the issue is that a lot of people don't know that you have to exercise differently because you have an autoimmune disease. They didn't realize that what they were doing wasn't helping them. So the minute they ha they heard about this and they're like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense to me. And I'll be quick about the science, but the science is this. When you have an autoimmune disorder, um, there are such things as autoimmune symptoms. So they can look like exhaustion, fatigue, flu-like symptoms. And when you have too much stress from all sorts of things, that stress can cause a symptom flare-up, which basically means like you're in incredible amounts of pain, you're stuck in bed, you're exhausted, you can't do anything, it's absolutely miserable. And exercise is stress on the body. That's how exercise makes change. So if you have an autoimmune disorder and you exercise too intensely, you put yourself at risk of an exercise-induced symptom flare-up. And once I started explaining this to people, they were like shocked. They were like, oh my gosh, that is me. That's me in a nutshell. And so they would tell people. And, and anytime one of their friends would complain, they'd say, did you know about exercise-induced symptom flare-ups? And they would tell them about my website. So it really started with word of mouth. Then I eventually built, a, you know, I, I eventually did a lot of things because once this started trucking and, and when I say trucking, I mean, I had maybe like 15 to 50 users. I'm not saying I was making millions. I just had enough people that were actually using. I was shocked that anybody was using it. And so I said, oh, my gosh, I need to teach myself about this. Um, so I basically like called a couple friends who knew some things about, um, about, you know, website development and how to grow a business. And I started running a few Facebook ads and I, I sort of just dabbled in a bunch of things and paid attention to what worked, paid attention to what didn't. And, um, that's how it started. So do you have examples besides you know, the Facebook ads and the word of mouth uh, that you dabbled in that worked or didn't work? I mean, I'm still in that place where I'm figuring out what works and what doesn't work. I now know that an email list is essential um, because you, you don't own your own space when you're on Facebook or you're on Instagram. You are at the mercy of their algorithms and about how much money you put in and how much they decide that they're going to show your stuff. Um, so I, uh, so I learned pretty quickly that an email list was essential. Um, I also learned that, you know, with my product, but I think this makes, I think this is pretty universal is that people don't just see a product and they're like, Oh my gosh, I need it. I must buy it. They think about it for a while and they, and they ponder it. Right. And so um, I realized that I needed to do a free giveaway or something, you know, something that would get them to trust me, get them to understand that I have knowledge that they can't find anywhere else. So now I have a workshop series um, that my email list, like you join my email list and you get this five video workshop series 
for free. And it's basically a workshop series that gives you the entire exercise philosophy behind why you need to exercise differently when you have an autoimmune disease. It tells you everything you need to know except for the actual exercises. It gives you all the philosophy. So if you're a go-getter and you know a little bit about exercise, like you can design your own exercise program. Or if you want to take that information back to your personal trainer, you can. Um, but if you're not someone who wants to figure it out, you just want someone to tell you what to do, you can sign up for Autoimmune Strong. So these, these workshops, these are like in person? No, they're videos. Oh, it's all videos. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. it's all videos. So basically, it's a talking head. It's like um, you enter in your email and you get a five video series. So the first video comes the first day, and then the second video comes the second day, and the third video comes the third day. And so each day you get a new video that teaches you something new. And um, what I've learned is that that process. Uh, allows people to get to know me, to learn that I know a lot of stuff <laughs> about this topic, and that um, they have a lot of aha moments. I get a lot of emails from this workshop where people will say to me, I had no idea, but you've just described me. And when people have connection to your product like that, it's powerful. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, it's interesting that the way you're, you're positioning everything is that these are videos that can help you and that could be all there is to it. And then you can kind of go and do your own thing and you don't need to keep paying me forever. Um, or if you want to continue to get value, you can keep paying me. It's, it's kind of nice to give people that option. Right. And, and as far as the payment goes, I have multiple levels and tiers so that there are lots of options because ultimately I, I'm in a healing space, so I want people to have information. I don't want them to feel like financially they're boxed out of getting this information that's important for their health, right? So there's like a $19.99 a month subscription, and they can cancel at any time, where they get access to the entire portal, which is all hosted on member space, um, which is, I think... 27 videos or actually now I just put up more so it's maybe like 35 exercise videos plus a bunch of ebooks and a journal and a whole bunch of other stuff um so they can use it for as long as it's helpful to them or they can subscribe for a year in which case they get it like a huge discount um you know from so I think the year is like the year is $149, which I think works out to be $12 a month instead of $19.99 a month. There's a third option, which is small group coaching. So for some people, they need a little more hand-holding. It's hard for them to motivate to exercise, or they want some extra personal guidance from a personal trainer. So I offer these small group coaching sessions four times a year where they're 12-week sessions, and they learn the exercises from the videos, but then we have weekly um, Zoom calls where you work with me and uh, Coach Christy to help you figure out how to tailor these exercises specifically to your body and to your lifestyle, and um, it's it's just an extra level of support. So, um, and that's three forty nine. So there are many options. 
Right. So where did the $19 a month price point come from in the first place? You know, pricing is is tricky because um, I wanted to keep it low enough that it feels like something that people are willing to try. But also, you know, I have to cover my cost of doing business. So um, I started at $14.99 and I realized that people were willing to pay that and it didn't seem like it was blocking their ability to join, um, but it wasn't covering my cost of doing business. The surprising thing to me is that you know, people would always talk to me about like, if you just have a, you know, a recurring, you know, online platform, it's just extra. And this is what I tell people is it is not extra. It's not just gravy to your regular business. I ended up closing my, my private practice because managing this online business was not a side project. It became a full-time job. There's a lot that you need to do in order to make this kind of thing successful. And and I feel like that's a misnomer out there. A lot of people say, oh, I just, I want to build an evergreen program that's like a side gig. And I'm like, well, okay. Uh, for me, this evergreen program now requires, I have nine contractors that work with me and I work many hours to make this thing work. So, um, so it's not cheap and it's not easy, but it's totally fruitful. So the 1999 is kind of a mix of keeping it low enough that people feel like, you know, it it's worth it to them to try, but also it covers my cost of doing business. Yeah, that that's a good a good thing to to mention the cost of doing business. We we've alluded to this in other podcasts before with people that you you need to charge enough to be a sustainable company. If you're not sustainable, from a, from a revenue and profit perspective to cover your costs, you're not going to be able to help anybody. Exactly. And, you know, one of the things, one of the, the only negative feedback I ever get from, a, you know, on Facebook ads is people will say, you know, it's not fair that you charge for this program because I'm sick and I need this information. But that's what I say back to them is, look, I, you know, I want to be able to give it away, but unfortunately I can't. Otherwise I won't be able to sustain this. It costs money to put this together. So I have to charge something in order to be able to make this worthwhile. Yeah, that, that that's definitely a more tricky position you're in as, you know, like you said, to be in like the healing healer space. Um, because yeah, it, it's a little bit of a different dynamic with your customer because it's someone who's not a customer, they're, they're sick. Um, but yeah, like you said, at the same time, to help the most people and, and to provide the best quality of help, you do need to charge money uh, to do this at scale correctly. And that, and that, yes, for some people, unfortunately, if they can't afford the $19 a month, um, then they may not be able to purchase what you have to offer. Um, but that, that doesn't take away from, from all the other people that you have been able to help because you charge money. Exactly. But that's also why I offer a lot of free information. I have that free workshop I was telling you about. Um, my it's my social media is a great place to get a ton of free information about um, exercising safely with autoimmune disease. Um, I am working on creating more and more free content every quarter so that 
Um, it's both a sales tool and information that people can use if they can't afford it. So I'm trying to offer multiple levels of value um, so that, because I don't want anybody to be left out. Are you considering increasing the price again or, or you think you're just going to stay at 19 uh, indefinitely? Um, it's hard to say. Right now, this is a comfortable price point for me. So um, right now it's working. It's, it's, it's hard to know. I've learned... I've learned that you never know what's going to happen. So I hate to box myself in <laughs> to anything. Right, right. Um, do, you, do you anticipate as the business continues to grow um, that you will need to hire either more contractors or, or you're going to have more costs? Or do you feel like you're pretty, you're pretty set for, for a while? Again, that's hard to say. I would love to be able to hire more people. Um, one of the things I struggle with is that when you are the CEO of a small startup, you wear a million hats, right? And so I am customer service. I am uh, the visionary. I am the person writing all the content. I am doing, I'm the person running the budget and, you know, analyzing the statistics. And I do a lot of stuff. And in order to have a sustainable company, you have to get some rest and you have to take breaks and you can't work all weekend and you can't work all night. And so um, ideally I'd like to be able to bring some people on full time so that they can take over the areas where they are experts and I can get to be simply the expert on fitness and wellness for autoimmune disease. And I can spend more time working on this free content and working on more content for my platform to make that $19.99 uh, a month valuable where people will stay with me for years on end. Um, you know, but that comes in time. Do you feel like customer support is kind of taking up the majority of, of, of your time or is it something, something else? Customer support is a big one. Um, I'm not ready to pass that on to anybody and I don't know if I ever will be I love talking to my customers um, I love hearing about their stories I love hearing about their struggles I love hearing about their experiences with my product I feel and I I always felt that in my corporate life as well I feel like when you get too far away from the customer experience you lose what you're doing. Um, so the customer experience is really important to me. I just, you know, there has to be a balance. Yeah, I mean, I bring that up in that not that you, it's one or one or one or the other where you either do customer support or you don't do customer support. But if somebody were to help, maybe supplement with that, I would just curious from a financial perspective if, if that would even be possible at this point, or. Is that something where you need to grow a bit more before that would be like a financial reality? Oh, no, I do have someone who's helping me currently. She will handle a lot of the technical questions or, you know, billing questions and things of that nature. But when it comes to giving advice on health or, you know, supporting someone through the program, that if people need me, they will get me. Um, I also have someone, Coach Christy, 
who runs the small group coaching. I don't teach the small group coaching anymore. Um, and she is phenomenal. And I actually find that I learn a lot from her about exercise and autoimmune disease. So I think it's really great because the members get her experience and my experience and her knowledge and my knowledge. So they get double, which is really wonderful. Yeah, it's awesome. And I totally agree with you what you said before about you, know, you got to stay close to the customer. You have to be talking to them on a, I'd argue, daily basis um, to really to really hear how the product's doing, what people are struggling with, what they like. And and, and that really shapes how the, how the business evolves. Otherwise, you're just kind of guessing in the background or hearing secondhand information. Right, exactly. Um, and I like to be able to ask questions where, you know, maybe I can learn something. And I have learned a lot from my customers. I've learned more about what they need and what they want and what their goals are. And, and then I go to bed and I, I think actually in my shower, that's like where I really do my deep thinking. And I'll have this, these moments where I like think about this email conversation I've had with somebody. I'm like, how can I help them better? And, and then I have a moment of like, aha. And then I go back to my team and say, I want to do this. I want to produce this. And so we figure out how to do that. Um, and I wouldn't have had that thought if I hadn't talked to that customer. I think that's a great, a great place to end it. Uh, thanks for taking the time, Andrea, to, to talk with me. Uh, I'm so glad to be here. Um, I'm very grateful to MemberSpace because uh, you guys are my host. And without uh, you being there to keep this product running, uh, I, would, <laughs> I don't know how else I would do this. I'm very grateful. <laughs> Cool. All right. Well, take care. You too. The Member Maker Podcast has been brought to you by MemberSpace, the software that helps you turn your audience into a membership business. You can learn more by visiting memberspace.com.